Well, can we just reverence the Holy Spirit for a moment? As you're sitting there, can you just begin to pray and lift up the name of Jesus? Let Him hear you tonight. Lift your voice, church. Lift your voice, church. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, we worship you. We worship you, holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you turn with me quickly to John chapter 11. Landon, I'm going a complete different direction tonight. I feel the Holy Spirit checking me. John chapter 11. Which is going to begin in the first verse. If you're there, stand for the reading of God's word. Says now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bethany, the town that Mary and her sister, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment, and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick, and therefore her sisters, therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. And when Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Let us pray. God, we thank you for this spirit your spirit that we feel in this house, Father. We ask that your word go forth and encourage the people of God tonight. In Jesus' name we pray and the church says, Amen. I was going to continue where we left off last week, but I I must be obedient to what I feel the Holy Spirit is leading me to do tonight. And can I just speak to some things and encourage you Tonight, we see here, this is a portion of Scripture that many of us that have been raised in the church knows about, that Lazarus, Mary, and Martha were men and women of God, was a man and a woman of God that sowed into Jesus' ministry, was a part of Jesus' ministry, supported Jesus' ministry. They were faithful followers of Jesus' ministry and life. They were people that were very active in the ministry that God was calling him to do. And the Bible makes it very clear that Christ loved them dearly. And word comes to Jesus in the, the portions of Scripture that we read quickly tonight. And the Lord began, or, uh, the Lord begins to hear the servant uh, say, Listen, Lazarus, the man you love, the, 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 man, the, the brother in the Lord that you love is sick. And Jesus turns and he says, this sickness is not unto death, 
but it is so that the Son of God might be glorified thereby, or so that the Son of God may be glorified in this. Listen, I want you to hear me tonight. I believe that there are times in our lives that we've all faced, and I believe that for some reason tonight that I, I, I need to speak to someone, I don't know who it is, but, but there are times in our life, Brother Wade, where we call out to God, and we call out for Jesus to come and to intervene, and when He does not show up, when we desire Him to, we begin to question what's going on. How many's been there? I've been there. Let's be honest. Let's be transparent tonight. And we do not even realize why, what the plan of God or what, what, what is exactly going on. But all we know is that for some reason, for some, some unforeseen reason at the time, it seems so far away, we don't know why, but, but we seem like that, that God has failed, that he did not answer the prayer. He did not do what we desired for him to do. And I want to, you to know this tonight, that Mary and Martha be, began, we, we, we follow through this story, and they're just saying, listen, we need you. We need you desperately. Our brother is sick. Our, our brother is dying. We, we need you. Jesus, we need you. Anybody ever prayed a prayer like that? Jesus, I just need you. In the middle of the situation I'm in, the middle of the trial that I'm in, and they begin to cry out, and, and, and Jesus, we find, as we read through this chapter, delays his coming. So often when we see delay in our personal life, we begin to question and say, God, you did not move. You did not answer. You did not do what I, I asked you to do when I asked you to do it. Uh, but I want you to know that he has just delayed his coming. He has not denied you. You see, what Jesus told and turned and told his disciples was that this may seem very bad and very difficult to understand, but he says, I'm going to get glory out of this situation. I'm going to get glory out of the mess that you may find yourself in. Uh, he begins to tell them. Uh, he, he goes on through this portions, these portions of Scripture in this chapter, uh, and he begins to tell them, uh, I am glad that we're not going to be there. His disciples, I can just imagine them, Brother Chris, looking around saying, what do you mean? We, we, we thought that you said this sickness wasn't until death, and, and now you're saying that Lazarus is for sure dead, and you're glad that, that we weren't there to intervene. And he begins to tell them in, this portion, in these portions of Scripture, he says, I, I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, that the intent that you may believe... He's saying, I'm using this situation that you think that I have failed in. I'm using this situation to build your faith. He's saying, I've delayed my coming. I didn't move when you thought I should move because I'm going to build your faith. But what happens is, is we're human, right? What happens is the same thing that we see transpire in John chapter 11. We see that Martha runs unto Jesus and, and says, Wait, Lord, if you would not, if you would have just been here, my, my brother would not have died. This wouldn't ended the way that I thought it would end. Mary comes out, she falls at the feet of Jesus, saying the same thing, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. 
You say, why does this matter tonight? I don't know why this may matter to you. I just feel the Holy Spirit just asking me to, to preach this to you tonight is because what I want you to understand, and I believe that the Scriptures will tell us, is that there are things in our life that we have placed before God and we've wondered why there's been delay. We've questioned why, why things haven't turned out the way that we thought they should. Or they would. The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 55 that his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. That his plans are higher in, in purpose than ours. And how many knows that that's ever walked with the Lord any amount of time that oftentimes uh, that our will is not his will. Hear me tonight. And we think, oh, this delay, this delay. See, this doesn't sound very encouraging. I want you to understand that, that the entire time Mary and Martha are proclaiming and thinking that it's over. And the entire time Jesus, uh, the, the, the master of us all, uh, the creator of us all, uh, has a plan and a design. Uh, and what he's saying is, I'm going to get glory from this. He tells them, he tells these sisters, he says, listen, I'm going to tell you this, that I am the resurrection, that I am the life, and if you will believe in me, you will see the glory of God this day. There, God, I, I, Jesus, I, I know that he'll resurrect one day. Oftentimes we, we, we use that as a little cliche in the Christian churches. Well, I know one day it'll all be better. But my Bible tells me in John chapter 10 that the enemy may come to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come to give us life and life more abundantly. So I don't believe that, that God is just waiting for, that we're just waiting for an eternal reward in heaven. I believe uh, that we can be the church and be the people of God and live abundantly now. I believe that. I believe that we can live in victory through Jesus Christ. I believe that we can lay hands on the sick and see them recover in the name of Jesus. I believe all these tenets of our faith. But I want you to know that it's hard sometimes when it doesn't happen. Can you imagine being Mary and Martha in this situation and you're saying, God, I'm trying to trust you, but in my mind, you didn't move. Hear me tonight. Some, someone or someone's under the sound of my voice tonight. There are things that you've put before the Lord. There are things that you've put before the Lord. And you're asking, why? Maybe you stepped out and, and, and tried to do something in, in ministry and, and you feel like that, that, that it didn't go the way that you thought it should. Maybe you tried to do something different, step out in your faith and get a little uncomfortable. How many knows that living in the will of God isn't always comfortable? You can have peace, but it's not always comfortable. Bible tells us when Jonah was running from the call of God that there was a storm and when they threw him overboard, there was peace. He was still in a bad situation, but there was peace because he jumped back into the will of God. You, you hear me tonight. So many of us, and, and I feel like someone under the sound of my voice tonight is in a situation. You say, I, I, I released it to him. I, I gave it to him. And it may be months. It may have been years. 
But you say, I don't feel like things ever turned out the way I hoped they would. But I want you to notice what Jesus says in this chapter. Jesus tells them, he says, listen, he began to groan in his spirit. He began to weep. And he asked them in verse 34, he says, where have you laid him? Where have you laid him? Hear me tonight. You know I got to come down here at some point. You say, why is that? Why does that seem so profound to you? Here's what I want you to understand. How many's ever been hurt? How many's been hurt by other people? How many's been hurt by comments, by accusations? Anybody's ever been hurt by? Physical things, you know, you have physical impairments or something's happened to your physical body. We, we know we, part of being human is pain, discomfort. We realize that. But how many of us, when we feel exposed, we feel like we've been hurt, we begin to just hide ourselves away. Or it could be as, well, I trusted them, but they've hurt me. But now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tuck the pain back away, back in the deepest parts of my heart and my mind. We try to bury it. But how many of us, hear me tonight. How many of us have a call of God on our lives? And when we feel like God didn't move in the way that we thought he should, when we stepped out to walk in that call or do what God had called us to, that we began to say, oh, well, maybe it was just me. Maybe it wasn't God. Maybe, maybe it was just me. And you say, well, I, maybe I wasn't called, Brother Wade. And what we do is just what Mary and Martha did. Is we put it in a tomb we close it up. We don't want anybody in, Mary. We don't want anybody to see. We close it up because we thought that God had failed. But here comes Jesus. And you're here tonight. You're here because I believe you love Jesus. And here comes Jesus through this little oversized preacher. and He's telling you tonight, where have you put it? Where have you laid it? Where have you laid the hurt? Where have you laid the things that they've said about you, that they've done to you? Where, most importantly, have you laid the call that I've placed on your life? Where have you put it? And the Bible says that they took him to where it was. And I want you to know, how many's ever heard this statement and, and it's been preached from this church? The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Holy Spirit does not force himself on you. You open yourself up to his will, to his way. Jesus asked, where have you laid him? Mary and Martha, take him. Hear me tonight. If you want healing from hurts, if you, wanna, if you want direction on that call, you've got to say, Lord, I'm going to take you to that place that I don't want to go to, that I don't want to look at. 
I'm going to have to go back to that place in my, in my mind and in my heart that, that I feel like you didn't show. I'm going to have to take you to that place. But not only did they take him to that place, he commands them one thing. Roll away the stone. Open up to me. Reveal what it is. Hear me tonight. I know it's quiet, but I believe I'm talking to somebody. He knows right where it is, but he's wanting you to open the door up to him. Say, God, this is it. This is what's been torturing me. This is the temptation that's been bothering me. This is the call that I know you have for my life that I've resisted. And he says, take me to it and roll away the stone. They begin to roll away the stone. And he looks at those same sisters that doubted him. And Marie, what he says is, did I not tell you if you would just believe in me? They had to believe through a hard situation. Listen, truth, we, 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 it builds faith when we see God save, set free, and heal. But I'll tell you what builds faith is when you're going through the, the, the trials of fire and you're walking through the, the valley of the shadow of death. That, that builds faith. And he said, if I, did I not tell you if you would believe that you would see the glory of God? I don't know who or why I'm preaching this tonight. I don't know why the Holy Spirit changed my direction. I just believe it's for someone. I'm going to obey the Holy Spirit. But hear me. There's someone in this house that you're just holding on. You don't know how you're holding on. But you're just holding on. Open up to him. Because this is what he's saying. What he said to Mary and Martha is the same thing he's saying to you tonight. Did I not tell you if you would just believe that you would see the glory of God. In the middle portion of this chapter, they thought it was over. And now Jesus is on the scene and he's telling them, no, it's not over. The glory is about to fall. He begins to open up his mouth. And he begins to say, Lazarus, come forth. Come forth. They even said, listen, Lord, he's been dead four days. By now, he, he's going to stink. He's going to be rotting. He's going to be in a bad situation. He's going to be in a bad place. And he begins to cry, Lazarus, come forth. And what they took for dead was now alive. All because he said, take me to where you've laid them. Open up the door. Show me where it's out. Show me that call. Show me the questions. Show me the hurts. Show me the anxieties that you have. And he began to speak life. He began to speak life over something that was dead and in all accounts, was too far gone. And Lazarus begins to hobble and hop out 
And Ryan, he says, take his grave clothes off of him. He was alive and whole. The Bible doesn't mention he had scars. He had decay. The Bible doesn't say that. Jesus said, take off his grave clothes. Because what was dead is now alive. What you have buried, he wants to resurrect. Sierra, if you could just come to the piano and just play a little something. Stand with me across this house. Not, not a big extravagant message. Not knocking your socks off. That's fine. But where have you laid it? The comments, the betrayals, hurts from past relationships, friendships. Where have you laid the call? Where have you laid it? Because I want you to know that Jesus is here in this house. You may not feel him, but I feel him. And he wants to bring healing. And he wants to bring restoration. He wants to bring wholeness to your heart and to your mind. Because I, I tell you, I, you've heard me preach a hundred times. I am so tired of the church being timid. Oh, what if I do this and nothing happens? What if I do this and nothing happens? What if I do this? What? What? We get so caught up in these what ifs of what if it fails? What if it fails? But when Mary and Martha thought he failed, he said, no, I'm prevailing. I'm bringing glory. Hey, life hurts. Life's tough. I, I bet you every single one of you can go to a comment that someone said, something that somebody's told you some point in your life, and you 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 remember that. Some of you can go back to prophetic words that God had given to you, whether through pastor or other men and women of God in this house and, and, and men and women of God that you've trusted in other houses of worship. And you've never seen it come to pass, so you just buried it. I want you to know that Jesus is here to call that thing forth. And bring peace, bring wholeness, and deliverance to you. So if you're here tonight, you say, hey, preacher, that's me. I try to hide things from other people. I try to I try to not let people in. I try to not let people see. Listen, we're human. I understand we do those things. But hear me tonight. 
What you bury can decompose and come, become toxic to your spiritual life. It doesn't help you grow. It'll sour you. It'll bitter you. But our Bible tells us that we're to cast our cares on Him to make our, our needs known. And I love what He says to the prophets of old and throughout the Old Testament. What He says to Jeremiah. He says, listen, I knew you. I knew who you were called to be while you were yet in your mother's womb. And he said, take no concern for their faces, what they're going to say, what they're going to do to you, because there's an anointing on your life. So hear me tonight. That's you. I'm going to speak on behalf of the Lord tonight and say, where have you laid it? I want you to come. That's you. I want you to come to these altars. You kneel and pray. But if you really feel that, that you need special prayer, that you, you just want to let some things go, you want to let the Lord in on some things, I'm going to pray with you tonight. I tell you this, if I died tomorrow and they had to preach my funeral, I, I would ask Pastor Ronnie to preach this. Where have you laid it? Where have you put the call? Because I will tell you, there's nothing like the call of God. Hey everyone, it's Pastor Jade Abrams here. I want to thank you for watching today. Please feel free to like and subscribe or find us on our other social media platforms. And we pray God's blessings your way. You have a great day. We'll see you next time.